Take me out to the ball game. Take me out to the crowd. We spend a lot of time talking about politics on this show. This is, after all, Center Stage, the Wisconsin State Journal's political podcast from the sensible center of Wisconsin politics. But our second biggest passion after politics is definitely baseball. And in a way, the Ryan Braun story, which we're talking about today, is sort of social politics, isn't it? It's current events, and it's 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 more than just a sports story. It's about how athletes game the system. And, you know, sports are such an integral part of the American experience nowadays that it's sort of, if you ignore sports, it's like you're ignoring half of the world. We're talking about Braun this week for a few different reasons. For one... Phil and I just saw Screwball, the mockumentary of Major League Baseball's doping scandal, which eventually led to Braun, the Milwaukee Brewers slugger, being suspended for 60-some days. We saw Screwball at the Madison Film Festival. It was a good movie. Hopefully people will be able to watch it on Netflix at some point in the next couple of years or something. Yeah, and Ryan Braun was a bit player in this movie. Very small role. Yeah, it was mostly about uh, Yankee slugger Alex Rodriguez, A-Rod, who came across really poorly in A-Roy, that movie. Yeah. yeah. I'm thinking about this a lot because with the Brewers almost making it to the World Series last year, with having a great team again this year, I've been rooting for the Brewers since I was a kid. I was one of those kids that knew Sixto Lascano's batting average on any given day back in the 80s. I feel like I'm back on Braun's side. And, I and love I'm going to tell you that you're wrong <laughs> for saying that. And we'll talk about it on today's Center Stage with Milford and Hands. I'm Scott Milford. I'm the editorial page editor for the Wisconsin State Journal. And I'm Phil Hands. I'm the political cartoonist for the Wisconsin State Journal. And we are half of the Wisconsin State Journal editorial board. The better looking half. Two Ryan Brauns. One is the clutch hitter, MVP star. Here's Ryan Braun. Zimmerman deals again, and Braun sends from the left center and deep. Get up! Get up! Get out of here! Gone for Ryan Braun! And then there's the Ryan Braun who took performance enhancing drugs, tested high for testosterone, initially and adamantly insisted. He hadn't cheated. I would bet my life that this substance never entered my body at any point. If I had done this intentionally or unintentionally, I'd be the first one to step up and say, I did it. Only to turn around once we had more evidence and admit that he did. Milwaukee's Ryan Braun, a former league MVP, has finally admitted to using banned substances after being suspended for 65 games. And That's right. That is Ryan Braun, a live picture right now from Miller Park. Well, let's listen into what Ryan Braun is doing today. I wish that I had the ability to go back, um, change things and do things a lot differently, but unfortunately I can't do that. Um, all I can do is move on, um, you know, try to do everything in my power to earn back people's trust um, and respect and support. Uh, I don't anticipate being able to earn back everybody's support, but I certainly uh, intended everything in my power to do that, um, and I won't stop trying. In August of 2013, right after all of this went down, I took my then 10-year-old daughter to the Brewer game. She's a big softball player. She was a big Ryan Braun fan. And we had decided that we would throw her Braun jersey out and get her a new one. 
The Brewers were saving $3 million on Braun's salary during his suspension, and they decided to give everybody who went to the game a $10 voucher for the souvenir shop, and we decided to put that to a new jersey. I asked Zell about it last week. Zell is now 16. Yeah, I remember I was really sad because we got that Braun jersey, and then you made me throw it away or something. It said Braun on the back. Braun was the best player. Yeah. And you thought it was cool. I love that shirt, yeah. We had a conversation about how Braun had been caught cheating. Mm-hmm. Essentially, he was taking medication to yeah. help him be stronger and bulkier and hit more home runs and do better. Yeah. Which was banned by the league. So then we got you a different Brewers jersey. Who was it for? We, we got one that just said the Brewers. Okay. It didn't have anybody's name on the, yeah. on the bag. The Brewers had this giant contract. It was like a $100 million contract. So they had him for five years. And nobody wanted him because he'd been... Caught. So we were, quote-unquote, stuck with him. So he's continued to play. And he hasn't been as good as he was back then. Some of that's he's just getting older. But some people wonder, oh, well, is that because he's not... They call it juicing. Well, over the years, to some degree, I've forgiven Ryan Braun, because he still played with the Brewers. He goes out every day. He tries hard. He's still a clutch hitter. He still does pretty good. So the question I have for you is, should we forgive Ryan Braun? Has it been enough years, and can we now get a Braun jersey again? Yeah, well, it's something that no one will ever forget who's a fan. It happened, and like that, that's definitely connected to Braun's name at this point. But I do think that says something about him as a player for the Brewers is that even after that happened, he's gone out and tried hard and kind of still been there. Like, I think it would have been very easy to, after that happened, kind of give up in a way and kind of more try to hide. But I think that says something that he hasn't done that. So he'll never escape it, but to some degree he's recovered. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. But if somebody like your dad bought you a bronze jersey, would you be happy about that? Or would you be like, eh, maybe she got a Yelich jersey? Um, maybe should have got a Yelich. <laughs> <laughs> Back in 2013, Phil, if your kid's in a bronze jersey, what does that say right after that happened? It's like, what? Your my pro- kid supports doping? Yeah. It's like, my kid supports cheating? And his reputation was in the tank. I was just looking back at a poll that showed that among a gazillion athletes that some poll that ESPN uh, publicized, he was in the bottom eight in terms of which athletes are the most trustworthy. And he was in the land of, you know, Pete Rose. A-Royd. And uh, Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman. (laughs) Although, I don't know. Ambassador to North Korea, Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman and uh, also Lance Armstrong. I mean, he he was down in that zone. When he went down for steroid abuse, he was the face of the Brewers. Yeah. He's not the face of the Brewers anymore. Christian Yelich is. Yeah. Uh, But having said that, gosh, he's batting, what, third he has been in the last couple games I've seen. If the game's on the line, who do you want up? Christian Yelich. I don't know. Last in the playoffs last year, he was not. He was not Mr. October. Lorenzo Kane. Well, last year you in the yeah. playoffs you wanted Orlando Arcia. How often yeah. can you say that? <laughs> yeah, it's true. Or one of our pitchers. Oh yeah, yeah. They were slugging. Was it Woodruff at the home run in the in the uh, NLCS? Yeah. 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 But I'm asking you, would you put your kid in a bronze jersey now? Absolutely not. And why not? Because he's a cheater, you know, and a liar, and. 
And from watching the screwball documentary movie, yeah. you get the impression that this wasn't like an isolated incident. You know, Braun went to the University of Miami, and the University of Miami was across the street from where this uh, Biogenis lab was. Yeah. And, you know, it was it got in trouble for doping high school and college athletes from the area. That's what it really got in trouble for in the end. In the end. So, so was Braun doing drugs when he was in high school? Was he in college? Um, it is, we're not quite clear about that, but it's highly unlikely this is a one-time mistake to deal with an injury, as so many people claim. And you know, this was part of his his regiment. And I think once once you've uh, proven yourself to be a cheat and a liar like that, it's always hard to. I mean, I I'd like to see the guy succeed, but I'm not going to buy my kid a bronze jersey. Uh, we, we have to be clear here, though, that that my loyalties are different than yours. That's exactly where I was going. You're going with that because this is, you know, he's not a Detroit Tiger, and you, you know, you didn't grow up with the Brewers, and I think there is something about a team loyalty. I'm not putting my kid in a Johnny Peralta jersey either because he was part of that same doping scandal, and he's a, one of the a Tiger shortstop from that era too. Who's no longer playing? Who's no longer playing? But what if that guy was a clutch what hitter if that right was now? Miguel Cabrera? Yeah. I probably wouldn't put my kid in a Miguel Cabrera jersey. Okay. All right. Well, now you're being fair. Nicholas Castellanos, man, all the way. And and I don't know that I'm necessarily saying I'd put my kid in one. I mean, my kids are now getting old enough that they would decide for themselves what they would put themselves into. Yeah. I guess what I'm saying is, as a Brewer fan, he's been with the Brewers his whole career. That, he's Mr. Brewer. That's an unusual thing. And fans like that. Can yes. I? Will you agree with that? I will agree with that. That's... Somewhat rare. Yes. And after the doping thing, he did finally admit he was wrong. He had made mistakes. He, he didn't fight it too And hard. he took the suspension. Yep. And then I feel like he came back, and as he has aged, the guy is 35 now. Which is really, really old. Uh, Says the 39-year-old and the 50-year-old. <laughs> and the 50-year-old over here. He has shown, as he has aged that he's still a great baseball player without doping. Assuming he's not doping. I'm assuming MLB is not letting them all continue <laughs> to be doping. Well, you know, the thing about this this screwball movie, which is really interesting, was that what sort of got glossed over in this whole movie, it, 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 it featured Tony Bosch, who was the kind of the mastermind of Biogenesis, which doped Mastermind? All, mastermind. <laughs> I use the term Tony Bosch and mastermind because he yeah. came across, across as sort of a cokehead, drunken idiot. But it sounded like he was actually really good at giving athletes the right dosage to improve their performance without getting caught. Yeah, when, when Manny Ramirez gets caught before the whole Braun thing and Bosch is his doctor helping him dope – Ramirez, according to the movie, Ramirez calls Bosch and apologizes and sort of implies that he, he took, wasn't doing the regimen correctly. He didn't follow the, the proper regimen. Yeah, he didn't blame Bosch no. for screwing up the dosage. Braun, he's shown that he doesn't need steroids to be a great baseball player, to be a clutch baseball player. Yeah. Testosterone and steroids don't make you more clutch. And when we were going to the games after this whole thing, after his suspension, I was kind of like, eh, Ryan Braun. Yeah. I wish we could trade him. He'd get booed at the stadium. Did he? Well, if there were Cubs fans around, yeah. <laughs> there was a New York Times story from 2018 last fall when they were on their pennant race. And um, this says that 
By the time Braun returned the next season, this was after his suspension, the fans had moved on. They greeted Braun with a standing ovation on opening day in 2014 and have shown forgiveness to other brewers for off-field transgressions. That, of course, includes Josh Hader. Oh, and he, because he, was a, he, was, who, he said dumb racist stuff when he was a teenager? Yes. And then, when uh, he was a dumb teenager? Yeah, and he did apologize. And there were some players on the team that backed up how he behaved around them and stuff like yeah. that. But um, I thought that was a little odd to give Hader a standing O the first time he comes back, too. I mean, the Brewer fans are incredibly forgiving. They're pretty loyal. But that's true probably of all sports fans. I mean, they're not watching sports to nitpick the lifestyles and honest play of their players. They want to win. So Wisconsin, we're nice, and we like that's, our own. That's true. And, and, we, and we, like, we like people that are, that are our guys. Now, New York City, half the reason you watch sports is to hate your team. And Philadelphia, you know, they they will boo you so fast, you know, it, it it's not even silly. So part of that is just our Wisconsinness coming through, yeah, and and our support for our guys. We love our guys, yeah. I mean, if some were, people do watch sports to hate their own team, okay. Well, I'm talking about the Midwestern perspective yeah. here. Then Robin Yount played for the Brewers. His he's whole still career. a he's still a folk hero in Wisconsin, yeah. And Braun would ha- would Braun would be on that same plane if not for doping. Yes, he will never reach that Robin Yount, Raleigh Fingers, Paul Molitor. He will never reach that level of uh, adoration again in Wisconsin. No, but what I'm saying is and well deserved. Right, but what I'm saying is when he came back, I was down on him. I wasn't. Re- I was kind of like, eh, Braun, he's up. You know, okay, whatever. But now that he's played well, that he's that he's still such a clutch hitter, anybody at his level has to have a huge ego. But the way he plays, at least for me, he doesn't come across as a super egotistical he's guy. He's not a hot dog out there. No, and they moved him back in the order last year. Big deal, no problem. Yeah. You know, he didn't gripe about it. He he moved from third to back to, what, fifth or sixth or something. So during the st- when the steroid scandal broke, so the t- the Brewers had a decision to make. Was it 2010 or 2011? And they 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 had Ryan yeah. Braun and they had Prince Fielder on their team, and they sort of they sort of picked to keep Braun as opposed to Fielder. Yeah, that was back in April of 2011, and their owner at the time they signed him to a five-year, 105 million dollar contract, and they couldn't extension. afford to give Prince Fielder and Ryan Braun yeah. ex- contract extensions. So they sort of picked Braun, and they realized that Prince Fielder was going to go away the next season. And and when when Prince Fielder got traded to the Detroit Tigers, which I was ecstatic about uh, as a Tiger fan, it turned out to be a good move. I we, I, I mean I was I, at first I was like, oh man, the Brewers traded the wrong guy because Brawny immediately met with these doping scandals and there was sort of this even before he had to admit to the doping when the, yeah. he, there was murmurs about what he had been doing um, because of that first urine test that, that came that's true but hold on for a second he was the nl most valuable player in 2011 yes on the roids <laughs> uh, him and the steroids were a great team in 2011 right but when they but when he signed that five-year deal they didn't know that yet. no but but then prince fielder is now out of baseball entirely i mean he got injured yeah. and can't play anymore he's the old timer now that comes back uh, occasionally and waves to the crowd as a retired player yes and Bronny's still, still jacking home runs when yeah. we need him or doubles yeah 
So what you're saying is, in the end, that was a good move by the Brewers. It was a good move by the Brewers, yeah. So you're a Tigers fan, but what, you're a Brewers fan second? Yes. When you're at the park and the Brewers are playing, and assuming they're not playing the Tigers, which only happens once every five years or so, uh, with interleague play. Bronny comes up. What's your emotion? It's in a, it's in a crucial point of the game. I mean, I'm all in on Bronny. I want him to get a big hit. Well, and I'm rooting for him the way that I used to. Yeah, I want the Brewers to do well. I'm pretty ambivalent about Brian Brom when he comes to the plate. Okay. I'm not excited about it. I'm excited about Yelich. Yeah. I'm excited about Lorenzo Cain. I'm excited about the new, the new players they got there. Braun, he's, he's still got a lot of baggage for me. But I'm yeah. not as diehard as you are. Yeah. And I wouldn't, I would not put my kid in a Braun jersey. Now, the more I think about it, if, if my son decided I want to wear a Brian Ryan Braun jersey, I'd say, okay, Owen. Well, you know he's a he's a cheater that got <laughs> caught cheating, being a cheater. You know, but if you really want to be a, in a Braun jersey, I guess I'll get you a Braun jersey. As long as it's the cheap one, I'm not going to spend like 200 bucks on a Braun jersey for him. Maybe like a T-shirt that said Braun. Well, see, my kid has a job now, so I can just tell her she's got to buy the Braun jersey. Oh yeah, my my hands are clean. Yours would be soiled. My, soiled with the dirt <laughs> of Ryan Braun. I would not allow an A-Rod shirt. Oh my god! And you know that's the other thing. Watching Screwball is at the very end. You realize that as dastardly as he came across as being in that movie. And just being sort of a blatant cheater and denying cheating even when he's caught and kind of still denying it, right? Yeah. That Major League Baseball in the end is like, hey, we'll still pay you millions of dollars and you can uh, you be a... Analyst for our games. Yeah, hero analyst. Yeah. And it's kind of like, especially after watching that movie, I remember right when he was back, it was kind of like, why is he the guy that's the sports commentator now? Yeah, it's kind of like to bring it back to foot or to bring it back to Wisconsin politics. I find it a little annoying when Chuck Wall and Scott Jensen, the most corrupt <laughs> evil politicians in Wisconsin well, history, well, they were at the head they of went the to caucus t- scandal. I mean, one of them was put behind bars for corruption. Koala was six or nine months in jail, uh, and he served maybe three. With the rest of his time on house arrest. Jensen, Scott Jensen was sentenced to prison, but then uh, got off. Why would anybody listen to these two crooked politicians? But they, we do. They have they have a show. Right. They're they're sometimes turned to as these elder statesmen, and that's how I feel about Alex Rodriguez. Yeah. That he doesn't deserve to be a commentator for Major League Baseball or anybody else. Maybe a drug company. Take. Me out to the ball game. Take me out to the crowd. Buy me some peanuts and cracker jacks. I don't care if I ever get back. So let's root, root, root for the Brewers. If they don't win, it's a shame. For it's one, two, Three strikes, you're out at the old Miller Park Amfam Field. But not Foxconn Field. <laughs> not Foxconn At Field. least we don't have Foxconn putting its name on the new stadium. Oh, God. All of the music on our podcast is by Tube Tester. To listen to past episodes, go to go.madison.com slash center stage. Or subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or your favorite podcasting app. Special thanks to Ash Fox for the ballpark audio. Go Brewers!